What does a prospective writer do when inspiration strikes, but they have nothing to write on? For Mark Costanzo, one half of Canadian sibling alt-rock duo Len, he simply wrote on whatever was closest at hand. Quote, I was at an outdoor electronic music festival up north, like a rave, and I just got caught up in the night. The song is about how I felt. Then it was exaggerated by the fact that I'm sitting in the middle of a field looking at the stars, about 1,000 feet away from the stage, watching everybody dancing at 3 a.m. I wrote part of it on my leg, and a lot of it on a napkin, said Costanzo. The lyrics may have been inspired by electronic music, but the music itself came from a different source. Disco. Costanzo had been listening to a lot of disco with fellow band member and future member of Canadian supergroup Broken Social Scene, Brendan Canning. Quote, We were hanging out at Brendan's place, and Brendan ended up playing that Andrea True Connection record, and I just sampled it right then. I looped it, and I just tied the two together, said Costanzo. From the lyrics to the music, the song was coming together with incredible ease. Even pulling in the other half of the band, Mark's sister, Sharon Costanzo, proved easy, despite the fact that the two musicians hadn't been talking to each other for several months at the time. Mark wanted to have alternating male and female vocals, inspired by the 1981 Human League hit, Don't You Want Me. Quote, Mark just dragged me out of bed and into the studio one morning and said, do you want to sing on this? And as soon as we recorded the song, it was done for me. We both liked it, but then I never thought about it again, said Sharon. Once completed, the master recording spent a long time under Mark's bed, as neither sibling was overly fond of the piece. What inspired them to drag it out from the bed is unclear, but it's lucky they did. The song was a hit, hitting number 9 on the Billboard Hot 100 and reaching the top 40 in 8 different countries. Len was cemented as a one-hit wonder, and their hit single was cemented in pop culture. The single ranked number 13 on Stylist Magazine's 2007 list of the top 50 one-hit wonder songs, and in 2013, Rolling Stone ranked the song number 33 on their list of the best summer songs of all time. Now summer is here, so long as no one takes the sunshine away. I know it's up for me. That's right, it's Cover Me, the only podcast that compares famous songs to their many cover versions to find out which one is thugged, all laced and bugged, all twisted, wrong and beat. I'm your host as always, The Snake, joined by my lunar co-host. Alex Mildenberger. Alex Mildenberger from the moon. From the moon. What's cracking, Alex? How's it going? There's ghosts on the moon. Um, What is going on? I I turned 30. That's cool. Yeah, you turned 30. Um, Yeah. You're finally part of the the old bitch club. Part <laughs> of the old old uh, bitch club. Uh, I'm on another decade. Me. You know, cross another one off. Cross another one off. I'm done with how, it. I don't need it. How anymore. many decades are you hoping to hit, Alex? What do you think you got? I'm I'm going. I'm shooting for 150. Fuck yeah, dude. So I got a long way to go. You got a long way to go. You're what's that? The first fifth of the journey done. You're yeah, 20% I'm down. having a fifth life crisis right now, but uh, I'm thriving. Yeah, it's you, listen. You'll get on top of it. We know you will. Yeah. Um, what better way to celebrate a fifth life crisis than talking about music from the '90s when you were a child? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, Len, big Len guy, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Len, Len's a big guy. Yeah, what a strange band name. Is like named after the like guy. Mark's high school like friend, friend Lenny. Lenny? Like, okay. <laughs> Um, which, I mean, you gotta find, you gotta find a name somewhere, right? Yeah. Um, am I a big Len fan? Uh, is anyone? Is, yeah, that's the big question. No shade to Len, Len but, the, I mean, they, they don't have, like, a massive catalog or anything. 
No, and they, I guess, suffered from a similar problem that uh, the hit band Looking Glass had with Brandy. Is that their one hit is like a lot different than most of the their music. Of their stuff. Uh, yeah, Wikipedia called them alt rock, but they're kind of like alt rock, new metal, like a little. Like you look yeah, at the guy, he it, looks like uh, like Limp Biscuit. Yeah, reading about the the album, it seemed to suggest that this album, "You Can't Stop the Bum Rush." Mm-hmm. Um, is a little more like hip hop focused than their earlier stuff, right? So I mean, they, yeah, they've got something going on. They're like the, their sound, I guess, evolved over time. Yeah, um, but I don't know anything else by them or about them really. They're also like a weird predecessor to the concept of like gorillas because it's really like Mark Costanzo and Sharon Costanzo right. make up the band, and then it's a revolving lineup of musicians. And, both for tours and in the studio. Yeah, and also based on the the album artwork, mm-hmm. it definitely feels kind of like that. Like those are their characters almost. Yeah, because yeah, it's literally a comic book. Yeah, like, panel. And it, it reminded me of like Prozac. Prozac, kind of look, yeah. which was around like kind of uh, yeah, contemporary, right, right in this area. They're definitely yeah. contemporary. So. It does. It does feel like that. Also, one thing you said in the intro seems strange that they recorded it and then she never thought of it. Meaning, did, like, just that she didn't think of it until it was released. Or did they perform this song? I think did they yeah, so the the quote. I guess I should have expanded on the quote was in reference to the fact that like once they had recorded it, she's like, okay, it's done, and wasn't like in the production of the album. Like, we need to make sure that "Steal My Sunshine" makes the track listing. Right. Thing. Like, they just did a so thing. She like, just came to the studio. Okay fucking did her thing and and was like okay yeah it's done and forgot about it until i that was the thing is like usually with these ones like with seals um kiss from a rose or any of these like left in the bedroom hidden kind of <laughs> right hits there's usually like oh but my producer or this guy down the street who heard it or you know everybody was humming it in the studio like usually there is some inciting incident that takes it back into the light and gets it onto the album i didn't find that information for this one so I don't know why it became this from this forgotten hit under his bed to like, oh, let's put it on. But it did. So <laughs> Yeah, somehow it did. Somehow yeah, like it they did. like didn't have enough songs or something. I don't, I don't Yeah, know. I wonder if it was like a like a dancing in the dark situation, except they already had the track ready. They're like, you need one more song. They're like, yeah, all right, fuck right, it. Steal my one, sunshine on. Put it under the bed. <laughs> Let me see what I got under my bed here. Oh, it's still <laughs> Which, also, hilarious. I mean, we hear about this sort of story as well, but, like, they do it, they finish it, and they're like, this isn't that great, and then just, like, ignore it. Mm-hmm. Um, which, or, you know, do whatever. But, I mean, it's kind of similar, somewhat similar to um, Under Pressure, which is, like, they did it, and they were like, no one was really happy with it, but we put it out anyway. And right. it's, like, it's fucking Under Pressure now. Like, exactly. Similar thing, where, like, people really liked this song you know it did uh did very well or even like i think it was carry on wayward son we're like well this one's like kind of mm, i don't know if it'll do yeah. well and then it's like they're like we have one hit off the album they're like what is it and it's like it's this one. <laughs> it's the one you weren't sure about okay yeah which is always fun to hear <laughs> yeah and this one what a hit let me tell you if there's any song that truly sounds 1000 percent like summer to me it is this track but also like 90s summer like 90s um, summer what so is this just like one you heard on the radio a ton or what was your I think yeah on the radio I think my siblings were fans of this track oh Um, yeah I buy that 
And yeah, so it would just, it, like it played a lot. I remember sitting in cars and and listening to this and looking out the window on sunny days. And like, did it happen? I don't know, but the song makes it feel like it did. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this I, is like interwoven into my consciousness. How about you, there, man? I first heard this song um, last week <laughs> at a friend's house. Uh, we we it was like. My friend and I, and then like my siblings and their siblings, and we had all gotten together. Uh, and there was a karaoke game on their Xbox. I don't remember what it was called. I think it was for like free, included for free with Xbox okay. Live or something. So we had, they had like ten free songs on it, and this was one of them. And it was also a duet, so we could put two people singing at the same time, or you know, trading off. Um, right. And we like practiced some karaoke songs and like did a performance for our parents because we were, you know, this was when we were. 10 not even or yeah. i was 10 oh, yeah, yeah. um so it would have been a couple years after the song came out that was the first time i ever heard this song that's insane that you managed to get that i, I never would have listened to the radio it. though really never? or and if i heard it i might not have noticed right you would have just tuned it out um i don't know if this was pre or post or maybe honestly no. <laughs> i was uh, a big focus of my life at that point was trying to play more legend of zelda um yeah, honestly Pretty much the only focus was like that and Lego. Yeah, um, that's yeah. honestly playing more Legend of Zelda. Pretty much my focus these days too. <laughs> um, and I don't know. It could have even been before I was really into classic rock. I, I'm not sure, but it would have been around the time I would have been getting into that. Um, so that's really the like my first exposure to this song, and I don't have a ton of exposure before like after that either. So I haven't heard this song a ton. Like, I, I don't okay. have a memory of, like, hearing it everywhere, but I, it, like, got in my brain early enough that it's nostalgic still. Right. And it yeah, was, like, notable enough that I'm like, oh, yeah, it's this song. Oh, yeah. So did you know that it was a Canadian treasure when you first? No, I had no idea. Um, yeah, I mean, you're, that, that factoid came up, I think, when I was already a man by the time I knew it was a Canadian <laughs> hit. Uh, and that's, that, was a, that was a twist. Because it was talked about on an American podcast, and like, oh, like that hit Lynn. And I was like, oh, this thing is, this thing's got legs. Like even Greta, my my New Zealish partner, knows this song. <laughs> my mortal enemy. <laughs> That's right, your mortal enemy. Because as we've established, you hate New Zealand. Yeah. Um, fucked up if you act. Alex, did you ever see the 2018 animated film Peter Rabbit? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll talk about it briefly when we talk about the lyrics, but. Okay. Uh, Mark Costanzo actually recorded an additional verse specifically for that film. Oh, which uses this song. 2018. Wow. Yeah, in 2018. Um, you love this. Was also apparently in a movie around, like, or used in a movie when around when it oh, came yeah, out. Oh yeah, before it was even on uh, the album, it was in uh, a movie called a, Go. Yeah, a fairly well acclaimed movie. It's got a few few hitters in it. Timothy I, Oliphant. Yeah, that's right. But young. Has anybody ever done like Jane Krakowski? You you just like clip oh, some shots of like Timothy Oliphant, and then you've got Samwise, and he's like, "Oh look, Oliphants." <laughs> it's just got to be that's got to be out there, right? <laughs> somebody has to have done that, right? <laughs> Is that I don't know? It seems like an obvious thing to do. It does seem obvious. Um, Alex, if this wasn't your childhood summer fucking jam, what was summer jam? Um, I don't probably something by the Backstreet Boys. Oh, okay, that checks out. Yeah. So so it wasn't the 2000 Juno award-winning song Bob Cajun by Tragically Hip? I, like, barely... I didn't even like... I didn't actually like the Tragically Hip until probably after high school. 
Yeah, that's I think me as well. Was that the one that like beat it out at some? Yeah, at the, at the Junos. <laughs> that's that's pretty stiff Junos. competition. Yeah, Steal My Sunshine versus Bob Cajun. Yeah, I uh, I like both those songs. Yeah. Um, it did win some like much music video award or something like that. Yeah, it did for its. We'll talk about its weird music video, but uh, we've got lyrics to talk about. We got lyrics to talk about. Totally not weird lyrics. They fucking dumb as hell. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to figure out if they were like really dumb or I just didn't get it. I think there's a couple of hits in here. I think there's some lines that are pretty good. And then I think he just, I don't know. I think he phones it in on verse two. All right. So what I think is important, he says in that quote I read off the bat that it's about this music festival he went to. So weird. That's not what I read at all. That's not, to me, it reads like it is about this argument he seemed to have had with his sister that caused them to not talk to each other for three months, at least. Uh, several right. months. Because they so I don't, don't get along, it sounds like. Yeah. So I, to me, it's about them not talking to each other and that they need to either overcome that or succumb to mediocrity. Yeah, That's this, my read. Okay, because, yeah, the song has such, like, a, a narrative of, like, they're both sad. And, like, yeah. what are they going to do about it kind of thing. But he's like, no, it's about the feeling of, like, being at a music festival. And I'm like, that seems so out of less left field, other than it does create the, like, summer jam feel. Right. I'm like, okay, I could get, I could see that being it, right? Yeah, I could see it musically inspiring that because it's a very EDM approach he takes with the sample. And of course, you're sampling disco, which is already like, like poppy and uplifting and fun. So it's like, but yeah, it doesn't seem to, to mesh with what is happening lyrically. But maybe it's the same way. Like sometimes when I see a show and I see people performing, I'm like, I need to be there. I want to be on that stage. Like that is where I want to be. And so maybe he was inspired in the same way by that sensation and then looking at his current circumstances where him and his sister, who were musical partners, were not talking. He was like, fuck, we're, we kind of either have to do it or don't do it. And they did it. They did it, baby. They made a single hit. Yeah. Um, and of course, since it is the late 90s, early 2000s, <laughs> we have skits, little That's sketches skit. to stitch this up. And so this is characters Tim and Matt and I think it's like any good sketch. It's meant to provide humorous context. Um, you, these these are the lines. Hey Matt, yeah Tim, have you? Hey, you talked to Mark lately? Uh, haven't really talked to him, but he looks pretty uh down. Another guy says he looks pretty uh down and like laughs about it. Like because it's funny. obvious. <laughs> like oh yeah, yeah, he looks down. yeah, he looks pretty uh down. down. Um yeah, well maybe we should cheer him up then. What do you uh suppose we should do? Well, does he like butter tarts? Yeah, it's such like a non sequitur kind of. Yeah. It definitely so, has some of that like 90s slacker energy going on too. There's like, definitely like slacker burnout energy sweets. here. Yeah, let's bring up some sweets. Some, I guess specifically Canadian sweets somebody butter mentions tarts on. Yeah, butter tarts, I guess, oh. are a very Canadian. I mean, I've definitely heard about that like, like uh, matrimonial squares are like associated with Western Canada. Mm. And I'm like, bro, that's just date squares or whatever. Yeah, you're like, what the <laughs> fuck like, are you bar. talking about? And they're like, no, no, that's specific to to like you, <laughs> your area. I'm like, okay, okay, uh, sure. Um, yeah, genius also assumed that by pretty down, they that they meant he was coming down off of drugs from the music festival. I don't like maybe like you said, there's that slacker energy there, but I think predominantly. 
it's him down because him and his sister are not talking. That's my read. Yeah, and even like that's kind of what the the verse describes too. Mm-hmm. And if so, if part yeah. of it is like a hangover, basically, yeah, I guess. I guess, yeah. Like when that, you're hungover, you fits. do like think about negative shit in your life, yeah. like <laughs> just being like tired and and a little yeah. depressed. Yeah, like chemically unbalanced from having ingested a lot, a large amount of drugs. Yeah, like it it puts you in a bad place. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, verse one, I was lying on the grass of Sunday morning of last week, indulging in my self-defeat. I do kind of like, I I think we start strong. Yes. Um, other than I feel like there's some ofs where there maybe should be some ons or ins, but I'm not too worried about it. Like it's not a big deal. Yeah, that's, I don't think he's worried about it. I don't think we should be unless he's supposed to say like the grass he was lying in was the same grass he was lying in on on that Sunday morning of last week. But that sounds crazy, and, and I don't know why Sunday we talk morning about anymore. it like that. Yeah, it's, not, like it's a different grass, day of the week. And now yeah, it's the same grass. Yeah, like, does that mean metaphorically anything? metaphorically yeah, in the it. same spot he was last week or something. Yeah, but I do kind of like the line, indulging in myself defeat, because I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, because it, it's, it's definitely something you can do. And, like, it's the thing that you can get... Like, indulging is usually a good thing. You indulge in positive things, but, like, there's yeah. this sort of sense of, like, even though it's this self-defeat, self-pity sort of situation, in some weird way, you want to do it, and it makes you feel better about something, even though it makes you feel worse, ultimately. Yeah, it ultimately makes but you're like, well, mm, I'm going to feel this feeling and just, like, sit in it. Yeah. Yeah, that is, yeah, that's a good line, indulging in my self-defeat. Yeah, um, so we're off we to fo- a strong start. Off to a strong start. We get a little fucking weird. This, <laughs> yeah, this next part, like, yeah, it's fine, I think. My mind was thugged, all laced and bugged, all twisted, wrong and beat. A comfortable three feet deep. I think it, it definitely, like, it does seem to be kind of the coming down feeling, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a lot of things he's feeling that are maybe, that are all, like, not great, but kind of hard to put your finger on exactly what it is. So it's sort of just a lot of words that kind of mean something. Um, yeah thugged laced and bugged he's his twisted wrong and beat it's all just like confused a little messed up overall negative but just a lot of things it's kind of all jumbled up right but again we bring in a word another positive word same to indulging we bring in comfortable right because you can just like sit in this feeling this yeah if i'm reading it right this half dead feeling right three feet deep he's in a shallow grave like it kind of feels dead but like He's comfortable laying in his, like, negative feelings mm-hmm. in a way. And it's like, yeah, I, I've definitely felt that. It's kind of, I mean, we talked about um, if I lay here, yeah. uh, you know, where it's, like, similar to that. But this is a bit of a more negative negative look of it. Be like, yeah, I kind of feel like shit. Um, yeah. I'm just going to sit in this for a while. Cause <laughs> he feels like shit. He's, yeah. like, isolated. He's disconnected. He can't even really read his own thoughts, clearly. Yeah. Yeah, so, cause yeah, he goes, Now the fuzzy stare from not being there on a confusing morning week impaired my tribal lunar speak. Yeah, I don't know, man. I can't read that any other way than your tribe. What's your tribe? Your family? Your right. lunar speak is like a, it's like a shorthand communication, right? It right, sounds it crazy to the other people. It makes sense to you, though. But if you're one of the other moon men, like, you, you know what the lunar speak is, right? But so now he's, moon man he, is, he's, it's is impaired, sick. so he can't, he can't, he's having trouble communicating with the people he... He knows best, kind of? He knows best, yeah. In this case, I believe Sharon Costanzo. Yeah. 
and their father, George Costanza. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but that's what I get. Yeah, and again, you we're bringing in some of that hungover vibe, some of that confusion vibe, fuzzy stare from not being there. He's a little disconnected, disassociated. Yeah, but he's kind of thinking about his life, too. Yeah. And like, maybe realizing some things. Like, because he's in this defeated state, he's like, yeah, I should probably do something about these things that are not going well. <laughs> that's right, which leads us to, and of course you can't become if yeah. you only say what you would have done. Another kind of cool line. Yeah. I like, you can't become if you only say what you would have done. Yeah, you um, could stick that in yeah. a Bob Dylan song. It'd probably sit just as well. Yeah, so there's good. like some real like po- lines of poetry here and then some like strange choices as well. But that kind of creates the feeling of the song, which yeah. is very amusing, especially, you know, a few decades removed. From For it. sure. And you're yeah. like, what were they even talking about back then? Did this make more sense in 99? Probably. Did it make a lot more sense? I'm skeptical. Uh, I don't know. It, yeah, and it was just like kind of the way he delivers it is enough of like, there's enough like style and flair in there that you're like, mm, yeah, this is true. He sells music it of the for time. sure. Yeah, it can sold. be like, yeah, every word of this makes perfect sense to him. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially because he's like, so I missed a million miles of fun. You're like, well, I guess that's the conclusion from this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course. Like, I don't know if you stuck that landing, but okay. Like, sure. But he sold so the you, landing. And so why? How? I. How did he miss a million miles of fun? <laughs> is it because he didn't do? He only said. Is that what I'm supposed yeah, to, what to grasp here? Mean like. It's just like thinking about all the things he's missed out on in life. Is that it? And and yeah, to him, that's and th- fun. And to me, I think it is specifically the the music. I think we're still on the music scope here, right? Um, because then I guess we lean into the course. He says, "I know it's up for me." Is the next line. So he's like, like he really comes to the conclusion that he's fucked. Like it, he's hit the end of the road here. If yeah, steal my you sunshine. steal my sunshine, and this is, I think the this is the call. From him to his sister and vice versa is like I know it's done if you if we take the joy out of this for each other. Like we need to be good to each other so that the band named after my high school friend Lenny can succeed. <laughs> can succeed, yeah. Like we got to work together. Um, and uh, but also like yeah, the, I mean the work together because there's the I know it's up for me, but also making sure I'm not in too deep. He's already talking about kind of being stuck. In the ground. Mm-hmm, yeah, he's already three feet deep, so he's like, I gotta make sure I'm not in too deep. And he's gotta, you know, stand up and move on. Keep inversed and on my feet. Keep inversed, which is like a... He's, I think he's also saying, like, writing verses, right? He's like, I gotta keep versed. I have to, <laughs> I have, to have yeah, material written exactly. on my leg like, write napkins. verses, write music, but also, like, staying knowledgeable? Yeah, exactly. Staying well versed, staying yeah. connected, or like, yeah, not just letting the world pass you by, sort of. Exactly, and then of course, staying on my feet as opposed to lying on the grass, which is what he's doing in verse. Yeah, one. exactly. So we kind of went through that without saying the chorus. So that's I know it's up for me if you oh, steal yeah. my sunshine, making sure I'm not in too deep. If you steal my sunshine, keep inversing on my feet. If you steal my sunshine. Yeah, and in terms of sunshine, I mean, we, you already said like sunshine as in happiness. Um. Like I gotta, or or some sort of positive emotion, you know. Yeah, happiness, drive, whatever you want to attribute to that. Yeah, stay positive. Uh, There's also, I mean, there's the old like folk. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. sunshine. Uh, So like a person, right? And this is all about two people who maybe aren't getting along right now. 
Right. And so, yeah, maybe, yeah, in that sense, maybe they're, they know they're each the other person's sunshine so long as they're playing ball with each other, right? Yeah. If you take yourself away from me or you start acting cruelly towards me, we're not going to make it. Mm-hmm. So, don't, so don't steal my sunshine. Then, thank God, we get Tim and Chad in for another oh, yeah. sketch. Uh, I like the, I like both these sketches. They're so fucking dumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chad, come here, come here, come here. Wow, look at her. I know, man. I've never seen Sharon look so bad before. I did once before, but this is pretty bad. Yeah. What do you think she got up to last night? Well, I and then I guess they like imagine a scenario here. It's Sharon, I love you. Yeah. So is the idea that she's like heartbroken or they're like she definitely had sex with someone who then abandoned her or something like that is that yeah, am i reading I th- this right i think we're supposed to know that the guys in the sketches are not like onto it right they're plan to help mark with his like what is clearly like right vocation troubles they're like we get him some fucking butter tarts yeah and then with tim and chad here they're like i don't know what could have happened to sharon it must have been like some dude it must be like some love sitch that's that's my best read on it. Yeah, that's kind of what I got out of it too. Was they're definitely like trying to guess like what's wrong and just like not quite getting it. Not quite getting it. I like, do love yeah. though that one of them is like, damn, I've never seen her look this bad, and the other guy's like, I did once. Before. I totally did. <laughs> I've seen her this bad. It's like okay, weird brag, but <laughs> right yeah, on. Right. But yeah, I guess this is pretty bad. Um. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant sketch. Love to see what, it. What a sketch. And then here is for me where things fucking drop off the map. Okay. I don't know what he was doing for verse two, but <laughs> I think there's some. I like the first line. I think here, and then <laughs> then we get weird. I was frying on the bench slide in the park across the street, L A T E R that week. <laughs> that to me is such like an iconic thing to do. That is, and, and like it's kind of dumb, but I I it's so distinctive <laughs> l-a-t-e-r and also i'm like yeah 90s man this is 99 yeah oh, it's man. such a like, like here's how we like, can make L-A-T-E-R. this hip it, you know it sounds like talk to the hand and stuff like i don't know things that we would have said back then yeah it's like a bit not even sassy just like spelling things out and and I'm thinking, I don't know, man. I'm trying to think of another example, but I can't. It's like just trying to make something work, right? It's like, (laughs) you're like, we're going to throw a bunch of things we think might be hip against the wall here. Like, what about spelling things out? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, and And it fills space, too. (laughs) And, like, later that week, like, who cares? (laughs) Who cares that you spelled it out? (laughs) Yeah, add three extra syllables. Or maybe it's supposed to emphasize the passage of time, like to to give them some credit. (laughs) Because in the first verse, he says last week. He mentions last week, and now we're L-A-T-E-R that week. We sure are. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, there's more. (laughs) Yeah, there is more. more. I like frying on the bench slide. Again, you talk about that slacker vibe, that late summer just cooking out in the heat vibe. Bench slide, though? What is... What the fuck? I looked it up. It showed me shoes when I put in bench slide. Okay, because I, I mean, like bench slide. Or is it, it a? Sli- a are you bench. just sitting on a, like a slide in a playground? Because like you can yeah. fry on those because they get hot. They get fucking hot. Like it's a metal slide. Yeah. Yeah. So but what differentiates a bench slide from a regular? slide? I mean, slide? It, it almost seems like an like an in joke sort of like they're one of their own. Uh, what's the word for it? Where it's like a thing that you only understand if you're in the no- anyway. Um, 
yeah, like uh, like some inside baseball. Yeah, some inside baseball. Um, where like they talk, like they'll sit on playgrounds sometimes, and they'll be like, "Look, it's the the bench slide." Like, this is the bench slide because it's good to sit on, you know? I feel like that's the sort of thing we would say. We right. Would have said, you know? Yeah, especially amongst, like, kids would do that. Be yeah. Like, oh, that's the bench slide. And you get that, like, lingo for things that no adult would ever make yeah. lingo for. It's just, like, a very silly thing. But that's what it sounds like, anyway. Yeah. Okay. I buy into that. But, yeah, she's she's laying around. She's basically indulging in her self-defeat as well. Yeah, she's indulging in some other things as well, as we'll find out soon. Yes, uh, my sticky paws were into making straws out of big fat Slurpee treats. Oh man, so she's drinking a Slurpee? Do they have Slurpee? That's not a Canadian thing, too, is it? Um, yeah, Probably not. I, it's Seven Eleven. Slurpee is. Oh uh, so, yeah, it's a Seven Eleven so. brand. Um, well, I mean, I always used to we used to get Frosters because I was but the same idea. Yeah, I always call them slushies or Slurpees. Slushies, Slurpees, Frosters. A big gulp. A big gulp. <laughs> I never called them big gulps. No, never, never in your but life. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a. What would you even call that? Like a, like a, I think a, like a, like a soda slushy. Yeah, like a, kind yeah, of? soda. You maybe even drop the e just a soda slush. Soda slush. Yeah. I don't know. If it's like a snow cone, but you get a whole. People know what these are, right? This is, I, you're, yeah, I you're spending a lot this. of time trying to break down a very common concept. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one having Slurpees of any kind, Slurpee, slushy, frosty, big gulps, not big gulps. I think big gulps is just the large, like soda. Is it? But I think so. Oh. I could be wrong. Maybe it's big just, gulp because there's so much in there. So you gulp it down. You gulp it. But <laughs> anyway, I think that's a very, a very summer thing as well. Now, am I meant to believe that she is using her hands to dig out Slurpee treat? <laughs> Maybe it's in the bottom. I don't know if she maybe she doesn't have one of those scoop straws. Yeah, well, that's but also like you can just take the top off and and drink it. My sticky paws were into making straws. She clearly got Slurpee treat on her hands, Hands. right? Like, why else would her paws be sticky? I guess so. Maybe that's what she'll what she's really saying here, although she's kind of saying it backwards, is that she has made straws out of her sticky paws. Because she is using them to scoop out fat Slurpee treats. <laughs> <Fat> Slurpee treats. <laughs> oh, big fat Slurpee treats. Big fat Slurpee An incredible treats. eight foot heap. She's drinking so much Slurpee. Yeah, and is she just like, is she at the point where she's no longer drinking it, but just like trying to build a little mountain out of it? Or what, like, what is she fucking doing maybe, here? Uh, maybe, you know, you kind of, if you're like absent-minded, and not paying attention, you might like play with your food kind of thing. Yeah. So maybe that's it. She's kind of thinking about stuff, so she's not really like consuming this big fat slurpy treat. Yeah. She's kind of, I like, think she's distracted. And, and imagining. Maybe, yeah. Oh, but it's also make it right. Like she's making a mountain out of what might not be a huge problem. I feel like right. he wrote this song and was like, yeah, you're going to sing the part where you say that your side of it is you're making too much of a big deal out of it. Yeah, that seems, you know, it's a little <laughs> twisted. You'd be like, here you are making a big deal out of what's nothing. Um, <laughs> and it's also a Slurpee. So that might be what they're trying to say. That could be it. Um, of course, some some keen listeners might say, well, guys, maybe the next lines are going to shed some context on this. <laughs> <laughs> I say to you, ha! The, now the funny glare to pay a gleaming tear in a staring under heat Involved an under usual feat. Yeah, I don't know what those words mean together. 
There's Send this to your English teachers. <laughs> now the funny glare to pay a gleaming tear in a staring under heat. She worried about people looking at her. And it's not feet like like feet feet, but it's like a an accomplishment. Like a, an accomplishment. Um so and you look up the word tear and it's either a vetch or an injurious weed resembling wheat when you <laughs> a vetch? And a vetch, let me tell you, that is a widely distributed scrambling herbaceous plant of the pea family. Okay, I mean, the, I've also heard tear to refer to, like, zeroing a scale. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's spelled that way, I think. I don't know, man. That's such a weird line. It's the so funny glare to pay a gleaming tear in a staring under heat. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. I mean... If we were to believe that the, a grown woman is laying down on a, a park slide... Drinking a Slurpee. Drinking, not even perhaps drinking, but heaping a Slurpee right. on, onto the slide. Um, maybe getting some funny glares from people being like, is this woman unwell? Yeah. Why, my son just wants to go down the slide. <laughs> She's making it sticky. Like, why the fuck is she doing this? paws. Other sticky paws. Making straws. Yeah. Involved an under-usual feat, though. Is this to say... Under-usual, so it's, like, not as good as normal? Yes, I'm... It's like, is she, like, a subpar performance from her is what I'm grabbing? Is she's like, I am doing less than my usual feats here when I am hanging out on a park bench slide, sucking down fat slurpee treats. <laughs> Something like that, man. <laughs> That's the best. She's I like feeling down, and people are looking at her funny. Is that what that means? That's that's the best I can do. Yeah, and it took a lot of assistance. So yeah, we're making some big stretches to get there. It's yeah. very funny because the whole verse on Genius is lit up with for some citations, except for that. Yeah, nobody wanted to take a crack at that. I'm gonna I go think if find we just... Mark and be like, "Hey, Mark, quick question." <laughs> yeah, quick question. What the fuck what were the you fuck? talking about? <laughs> He might be in Toronto. I'm obviously yeah. not, but... Maybe. I mean, they're apparently still active. They took a break, but, but Len's out there. I wonder how Lenny feels knowing Len's back. Knowing Len's back? Um, so yeah, one last thing to see on this. I yep. think vibe-wise, it gives us one summer. We talk about heat and glare, which like we get a lot of like sunshine imagery yeah. in there. Yeah, it's, it's very hot. Very and sunny. a lot of use of words like under to, to again, pull Slurpees are kind of a summer treat. Yeah. At least for me, I don't think I ever had one outside of the summer. Maybe. So, like, the two words that kind of sum up this song are summer and bummer. That <laughs> both of those come into play in that uh, little it's fucking It's a real summer bummer there. song, but it feels uh, kind of cheerful. Yeah, it feels kind of good. It's just a weird, a weird amalgam of all those things. Because maybe it's when we look at where they are at or where they come to at the end of their their individual verses, it's the realization that they need to break this this summer bummer cycle. Yeah. So maybe that is why it is happy. Is is it's the call to action. Should um, we do the last line? No, but we're about to. Okay. And I'm not only among, but I invite who I want to come. So I missed a million miles of fun. Okay, I'm reading the annotation, and, and it does make some sense. Um, my initial thought was, it's about branching out and getting yourself out there. So, like, oh, I only talk to always the same people. Right. But um, the annotation yeah. thinks she's getting sad about not being invited places. Because I people think, don't want to be around her. 
Yeah, I think the the well, let's let's take out. I'm not only a monk for now. Let's let's leave that to okay. the side. I invite who I want to come, so I missed a million miles of fun. She invites who she wants to come. She didn't fucking invite anybody. Oh, I see. That's she true. missed she's a million miles right of fun. Now. She pushed people out, and so she's missed out in the same way that fucking verse one. He's missed out because he uh, hasn't become. He hasn't done things. He's just been sitting around navel gazing, saying, "Oh, she would like to play some music on stage." Yeah. She wish my sister would look and hang out. It's okay. Yeah. You guys can make that happen. And it's the same for her. She's like, well, I'm among people, but I only invite uh, like people who I want to come. She's like, I'm surrounded by strangers. I haven't invited anyone to hang out with me, so I've missed a million miles of fun. And everybody's really mad about this sticky slide I've made. <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm just heaping slurpy treat everywhere. Everywhere. People seem upset about it, the, except for the ants. The ants are very happy. The ants are thrilled. Yeah. That's my read on it. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, it's it's definitely in that ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Um, And then we get the chorus again, and then we get a slightly different chorus. Yeah. I know it's done for me, if you steal my sunshine. Pretty much the same as it's up for me. Yeah. Um, not some and hard to see. I think it might be. Oh, you know what? It's not some end hard to see. I believe when I listen to the song, it's not some end hard to see. He's talking about like how obvious the conclusion of where he will end up. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because then you the next line is what that conclusion is. The end rather that is not hard to see. Keeping dumb and built to beat. You steal my sunshine. Yeah, so it's even dumb. Which means not talking. Just kidding. Hey, yeah, that could be it. Maybe. Because, again, they weren't talking at this time. They weren't talking, yeah. And um, also it being dumb to not talk in the, the like, stupid sense. Yeah, or the other uh, thought is, like, not thinking about the problem too much and trying to stay positive. Hmm. Like, keeping dumb, and now you're built to beat because you can... You're not thinking about all the negative stuff. So you can okay, like built, you can beat so other. You're built to beat the problem. Problems, yeah. Okay, I read it as like he, if he keeps dumb, he is built to to, to setting himself up to lose. He's to built lose? to be beaten. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty vague. Yeah, I think if you couple it with the refrain though, if you steal my sunshine. True, and it's like if the bad thing will happen if you steal. Yeah, because it's other, like I sunshine. know it's done for me. That's negative, so it's if probably sticking sunshine. with the negative, right? It's not an end that's hard to see. If you steal my sunshine, this is what will happen to me. Yeah. If you steal my sunshine, I will stay dumb, and which again could mean not talking, and and built to be beaten, kind of. Yeah, it's just like I'm going to keep taking losses. I'm not going to get anywhere, and I'm not going to yeah. get any smarter. That makes the most sense. That's how I read it. And then we get but my son. The only thing I was, I mean, it has a bit of the slacker energy. So I was briefly mm-hmm. thinking like, oh, he wants to be dumb because he's a slacker. But that doesn't right. seem to be what's going on. No, it seems to be like as much as this song sits in that slacker energy, it is about trying to get out of that. Yeah. Or at least like make up and like do something. Yeah. It's like, 99. So we're, we're getting out of the 90s at this point. Yeah, that's right, baby. We're leaving the slacker energy behind. I'm picking up on that. 2000s energy on that whatever led to Catwoman, yes, whatever that energy is, whatever that energy is, they were full of it in in Len. <laughs> uh, but that's the song. That is the song. Those are the lyrics. Highly complex, half stupid, half smart, which is I think perfect for this song. Yeah, which is ch- yeah, it's so perfect. How it like 
is fucking stupid, but also you're like, oh, that's a good line. Yeah, there's like these good tidbits, and I, I think the overall theme like kind of was like, okay, yeah, there's something good here. Yeah, and we, like we had some stretches in those interpretations, but like it's there. It's there, yeah. Like there's something there. Yeah. I don't think it's what uh, what Mark told us was there, or at least not in its. There's also purest form, yeah. Like right, like with the music festival. Mm-hmm. And there's also this thing that happens so often uh, that we don't always talk about explicitly, but like sometimes you can just make words that sound cool. And if they don't mean that much, it's not that big a deal. Like it's something that gets associated with like Pixies a lot and Nirvana where it's like, Oh, that's a cool line. Does it mean anything? Ah, maybe, uh, but it sounds no. really cool. Like, yeah. Even stemming back to like T-Rex before your 90s yeah. bands, like, like yeah. there's a lot of shit in there where you're like, well, that just sounds fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what is that? What's that about Alan Freed? I don't think that matters. Yeah. Like um, Dragon's beard and Druid's tear. What are, <laughs> oh. is this a recipe? This is crazy. <laughs> do I, do I, do I mix them together? Um, yeah. And I don't know if this is all like cool, but it's definitely very like singular, you know? And it, it mm-hmm. creates this, this, this scene, this feeling very successfully, yeah. and that I think makes the song successful. Yeah, I think stylistically, if not like lyrically, he yeah. he is unified. He's on point. It's sharp. Yeah, whatever he's doing. And I don't know if anyone else did it quite like this. I don't know, but for like, better or worse. For better or worse, there's this song. Now we've talked about the lyrics in in pretty pretty great length. So much length. But instrumentally here it's actually very simple it is very do you simple. know the song more 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 by andrea Tree no Connection? i did look it up it's mostly piano and it's just a sample from like the bridge yeah so you got to go to like five minutes and 20 yeah. seconds uh, but it is that and then you fucking loop that so greg diamond is the guy who wrote that greg with two g's on the end so three, ah, g's so three total. total nice um wrote that he's got a posthumous writing credit on that and uh oh i forgot to mention the the bonus lyrics for peter rabbit oh there's yeah something something like uh and i did land record additional lyrics here we go there's the one um this guy wrote down so it all comes down to peter this is in the uh chorus he writes this make the garden a big bird feeder so in peter rabbit the 2018 animated film james corden playing the role of peter rabbit of course uh mr mcgregor is like he's like stay the fuck out of my farm or whatever and Peter's like I don't think so so he like raids the farm with a bunch of animals and these sparrows sing a bunch of different songs and one of them being uh, Steal My Sunshine by Wayne and they were like can we use this song and he was like here yeah let me re-record some specific lines (laughs) and you can find the scene online on YouTube and it's so weird hearing him sing it because it is like it's close but not close enough like, it should sound, like, super, like, he should sound like an old man at this point, but he just kind of sounds like Len, but recorded in higher definition, huh. but also kind of doing an impersonation. It's, it's weird. It's a weird, weird piece of thing. I didn't, um, I didn't check it out, but now I want to. You give it a look in your spare time. It's worth worth a little watch. Uh, but that's that. The instruments, yeah. More, more, more. My mother used to sing this song. I never thought, I thought it was a children's song, the way she sang it. Oh. Uh, no, it's a real song. <laughs> and, and like you said, you take this piano bit from like just about the end of the song from the bridge. And it's a cool line. Yeah. 
That's all I have to say about it. That's a cool line. So you get that, but before you get that, you get just this, like, to, again, to bring in this summer slacker vibe, this just synthscape of, like, Yeah, and it's kind of... It's, like, very, like, low and, and staticky, kind of. Yes. Um, and credit to Mark where credit is due. Where that he part is, actually. Though. did produce this under the, the name Mumble C. Yeah, he's got a few um, alternate titles. Yeah, a few pseudonyms. Like, yeah. I don't know what, if he thought this was going to be some kind of, like, tax scheme, where he's like, <laughs> oh, it's three different guys. <laughs> yeah. And they're all getting paid. You have to go on, uh, after, not me, this other guy. Yeah, you have to go after the burger pimp. We'll see. Yeah, or whatever. And, uh... But, yeah, that's that's kind of the intro, right? Yeah. Power, like, it's like powering up synths. Um, and I was thinking of a different synth, so that one is actually not the really... The really crappy yeah. one. Um, and that kind of plays over, over them doing the skit. Um, yeah. And then it gets into, like, the, the sample, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the um, full-on sample. Because I think of that percussive bit, that... At the start, there is also from uh, more, more, more. Oh, okay. But, and then, yeah, you you hit but, some, yeah. some drums. You hit the piano sample. Um. Yeah, the more drums. That's cool. Yeah. Um. And there's this like really echoey pop sound, which I think is part of the sample that you might have mentioned. Yeah, that is. I think what I'm that. Yeah, that is from more, more, more. Um. So that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, and then you get Mark coming in first, and he sounds he's he's raspy. It's kind of talk singing, like it like you said, it was hip hop inspired. Yeah. So it's approaching raspy, that. Raspy. I was lying on the grass on Sunday, Sunday morning, morning of last week. And I missed a million <laughs> miles of fun. Yeah. Um. And other like like there's some more synths that come in too. Uh, once you get to the chorus. Yeah, that's the really, really low like, one spacey. where kind of it's still spacey. Mm-hmm. This is the one that's a little more like, you know, yeah, like that's little... the big like almost like a guitar like pick slide kind of noise, but smooth. Yeah, kind of like that exactly. Um, and we're getting the other vocals in here too. This is where if Sharon you comes steal in. my sunshine. Um, but other than that, like kind of the yeah. beat just like kind of you know keeps going. Kind of goes, yeah, like, instrumentally very simple. Um, Sharon's vocals, I can see the the Human League inspiration. Yeah. It's, like, pretty close to the lady on Don't You Want Me. But, but honestly, maybe toned down a bit, because the, the vocalist on that is very cartoonish. She's fairly toned down, Sharon. Yeah. She's, yeah. But that's, that's what you get in the 90s, baby. Yeah. Especially with, like, indie... Rock or whatever you call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know Sharon Costanza's vocal range spans one octave? Damn. Oh, no, no. Together on this song. Sorry. Yes, I, that's I right. I misread that. So that means it's pretty easy to sing. Yeah, dude. Uh, we could like, sing this. Not that difficult. I mean, I, you know, we could do a, do a karaoke night. Yeah, here you go. I've done. I think I was part of that karaoke performance. Do, hey, do, wait, earlier. does the karaoke version include the sketches? I don't remember. <laughs> I remember there being a long intro, so I think it did. You got to get five of you just to do "Steal My Sunshine." <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think it was. It was such a long time ago. What was weird about it, like 
at the time it was so amazing to me that like oh you can download more songs like i yeah. didn't like that you had to pay for it but like you could download them like from the internet wow and wow. um but looking back it was like just karaoke like it wasn't like rock band you have to sing Where right it, like, for grades points. you yeah it was just karaoke yeah they straight up just built fine. a karaoke machine with we were an online catalog yeah my sister rented a, a karaoke machine for her i'm gonna say 11th ish birthday okay um and i really really wanted to sing along as well mm. my brother and i i think after her party was done we like still had the machine and we just okay went down like, and sang some songs it's time for the fellas to do it exactly. you're ripping out she kicked us out boys song you know yeah she kicked <laughs> out, so we went to see uh finding nemo oh not bad in theater bad way to spend the day yeah when Finding Nemo came out. Anyway, sorry, I'm I'm getting way off topic. Hey, that's what this. I think like instrumentally, that's what this song provides you is like this hazy like memory field where you're like, oh yeah, way back when. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely feeling that. Definitely feeling yeah. the memories. Um, and also we kind of covered what happens. <laughs> like, right, yeah, like, because we do another verse and it's Sharon's verse, but musically yeah. it's kind of about the same, you know, get back into the chorus. The synths are turned up. Yeah. But that's pretty much it. That's pretty much um, it. And then it outros for quite a while. And like he does yeah. the lines and Sharon's kind of goes, sunshine. Sunshine. You steal my sunshine. Lots of filters sweeping. Uh, and yeah. then there is a bit at the end though mm-hmm. where they play, I don't know, there's some record scratches. Oh yeah, yes, this like no, and probably a connection to the the next track. I assume I didn't look. I could have checked that pretty Not easily. Even. Not it doesn't connect to Cryptic no. Souls crew. Yup, yup, yup. A little bit. And it's a very like hip hop outro. Yeah, it's the kind of. So I I looked this up. Because I've heard it before. They're like, yes, yes, y'all, and you don't stop. That kind of like. Yeah, yeah, that's a classic. Apparently originates in Rapper's Delight. Oh, yeah. Rapper's Delight. Um, But it's been used, uh, I think, quite a bit. Because I've definitely heard it in other places. Okay. Because I don't, I haven't really, I've probably heard Rapper's Delight, but like, not a lot. Right. But I recognize it like instantaneously. I used to play the bass line off Rapper's Delight. Yeah. Um, a loosely related story. I'll tell this one quick. Okay. Um, another like hip hop classic. Do you you know the line? If you don't know, now you know. What is it? If you don't know, now you know. It's used a lot. Sounds kind of familiar. Sound. You probably heard it somewhere. We came up. Greta and I were watching a movie at 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 the cinema. The cinema. It came up in one of the trailers. She leans over to me and she's like, that's from Hamilton. (laughs) (laughs) I just leaned back. I was like, no, it fucking isn't. (laughs) It is from the song Juicy by the Notorious B.I.G. Juicy. Okay. All right. And I didn't know the origin at that time, but I was like, I don't fucking think that's from (laughs) Hamilton. (laughs) That doesn't sound right. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's like stuff. It's kind of like. I guess the Wilhelm scream, you know, right. where you just kind of keep using it, and then you like people know, or even like the jazz one is the lick, you know that I yeah da, 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 da. 
Uh, and there's uh, another cinema one now that's getting quite popular is the Akira bike slide. Oh, the bike slide. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that's a big one. Or that's a big one. I'm told. I don't know if I've seen it much. I've definitely seen it, though. Yeah. it was Last time I saw it was in Nope. In Nope? Okay. It's yeah. in... I mean, you can kind of do it in... This is a video game, but uh, No More Heroes, I think. Oh, yeah. That's 100%. Yeah. Like, you can do that on a dime. Uh, yeah, so that's, it's one of those, like, cultural touchstones that people just kind of use yeah, as people a, like, like to quote it. Yeah, so and this is what this song ends on, is yeah. a, a little, a little cultural touchstone. Which is unusual, and, like, I kind of forgot it was there, but it's there. Yeah, it's a, 100%. You're like, there's a bit at the end. I'm like, no, Alex, it fades out. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's this weird bit. But, yeah, that is the song. That's what it sounds like. What does it look like? I hear you ask. Ah, uh, what does it look like? It looks like Daytona Beach, baby. So oh, there yeah. is a music video directed by Mark Costanzo and Bradley Walsh under the names The Burger Pimp and B-Rad. Yeah, so there's another uh, another pseudonym. Um, and honestly, I was reading about it, right? Um, and they had a $100,000 budget, and yeah. they spent most of it on alcohol, according to... Yeah. The and then the rest page. of it probably fixing the hotel elevator they broke. Apparently they also couldn't bring it in the elevator, yeah. Because it was too heavy. It was too heavy. Um, anyway, but honestly, so I wasn't thinking it was going to amount to much. But honestly, like visually, I was kind of impressed. Mostly because they have like a lot of orange and blue and it pops. And it pops. Yeah, 100%. Like, everything they tell you in, like, the history is, like, they shot it in the afternoons because they wanted to get drunk at night. They had no script or storyboard. Yeah. It's just them and, like, 12 of their best friends or something. You're like, okay, so this is going to be a pile of dog shit. And then the next thing it tells you, it's, like, one for best video, best pop <laughs> yeah. video, and favorite Canadian video at the 99 Much Music Awards. You're like, oh. Oh, okay. okay uh, I guess so we had low standards in 1999. Um, yeah, but it like it kind of shows them like arriving at Daytona Beach. Mm-hmm. You know, so you some of that like some of that like airport. home video footage style thing cut together with yeah. all of them, and then cuts to them like singing the song, all sitting on these like orange scooters. Yeah, which then I think that scooter company held like a, a contest to win those scooters because they're like, hey, got to capitalize on the success of this hit song. Yeah, and. uh it's kind of like you're watching it and like they're mouthing the, the lyrics, but like it's kind of desync, like it's a bit slow. Yeah. But I think it's on purpose. I think it's um, on purpose. And it then like, there's a lot of like split screens, so it'll show them driving on the on the scooters or whatever, but there's three shots, so you can see like the skyline, yeah. you can see the side, you can see the front. Yeah, it's a lot of like like cutting edge nineties tech <laughs> combined with like nineties home video. So we've talked about like like how the lyrics and the music are so stylistically like a summer jam. That yeah. translates to the video too. Everything here syncs together so well with itself, which is yeah. maybe a big part of what makes this song so successful. Yeah, and I'm like even jumping ahead a bit to uh, Sharon's mm-hmm. verse, which is mostly just like her standing on a beach singing at the camera. Yeah. Uh, with these like purple sunglasses on and this sort of I guess tank top or like sleeveless shirt. Yeah. And that's also I'm like, this looks like a thousand album covers from yes. like pop album covers from the nineties. Early two thousands in particular, actually. Um it just has the look, man. Yeah, it is so it's like it's just charged to be that moment in time. 
and it hits everything right. Like they have that use of like big dynamic split screens, like boom, boom, boom. Here's a bunch of shots at like an arcade or something. Yeah. Here's like some people, shit we did in Daytona Beach. Like and like it's, it's like spring break stuff, which is another thing that at the time seemed like at least to me, a person on the outside was like, "Yeah, spring break's a big deal for people." Certainly, who are, like part of the the mythos because they used to like everyone does right, and I've never ever been to a beach on spring break. But also, I'm from a landlocked province. Yeah, you don't go out to, like, to the reservoirs there. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, spring break. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's like like boardwalk stuff. There's like like lights and, and arcade things, and there's like a, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. And then a pregnant woman. There is a pregnant woman at one at one point. And just a lot of shots of like people apparently. I tried to fun. find the baby. I couldn't find the baby now. The I baby? Somebody, yeah, I thought because well, Alex, this was filmed in the year like nineteen ninety-nine or two thousand. So what happened? Pregnant women don't stay pregnant. Oh. Oh, I see. I thought you meant you were trying to find a timestamp for when the pregnant for when there was a no, baby. No, 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 no. And I was no. like, I didn't see a baby, I just saw a pregnant woman. How long did no. it take to film this video? <laughs> she's pretty pregnant, though. Like She's like, yeah, she's about to burst. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is just them like doing spring break activities, like skidooing, go-karts. Yeah. And like displaying logos prices. of companies that aren't that anymore, but I definitely recognize from my childhood. Like, <laughs> Yeah. What a... What a time capsule what a time capsule yeah these big group shots of them just like walking towards the camera singing the song ski doing ski doing i mean those are ski doos those are what are they jet skis jet skis ski doos are for snow and also a brand i think oh okay i knew they were a brand i think sea do is also sea do yeah but i'm thinking either ski do or you see do there's two seasons yeah there's two do's you ski or you see. Uh, but yeah, that's the video, really. Yeah, that's it. That's it's, it, baby. It's a man. Yeah, feels at once familiar and, and also foreign. Foreign, yeah. The life like... that I was... It's the life that I was promised growing up, basically. <laughs> 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 Through media. That is, that is 100% true. You're like, I'm going to get older... I mean, and, the lads and we're gonna, gonna wear those fucking scooters. like bead necklaces and wraparound yeah. shades and baseball caps, and we're gonna go to the beach for spring break. Yeah, God, we yeah. would be very different people if we did that, man. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead, we sit around, we talk about cover songs, starting in the year 2012 with "I Can Chase Dragons." Yeah, we got a way a while before this before we have any covers we're talking about. Yeah, any, any we, have we wild. we've talked about I can chase dragons before, right? Uh, no, I just talk about doing heroin a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. I could uh, have we talked about that before. Maybe I'm, it's like fighting. It's like some. Oh no, I'm, I'm thinking about something else. I think you're thinking about Imagine Dragons, where like Nate wants to battle. I know it's just not that much of a clip, but like a longer kind of sentence. Like yeah, a sentence titled group. Yeah. yeah, we talked about a couple of those. Yeah, they they exist. Um, I, yeah, but I couldn't I couldn't find anything that this person had done that I recognized. So okay, no, me neither. I like that they call themselves Tropicynth Pop. 
Yeah, there's some trop in there. What's the second like part? Tropocynth. Tropocynth? Okay. Yeah. So they try, instead of just saying trop pop, which is like catchier and. <laughs> yeah. We already know there's synths in pop, like it's not hard. They're like, no, we're tropocynth. Um, yes, they are. I think they're also Mexican. Yes, uh, at least um, like Latin of some kind. Yeah. Expansion. Yeah, like Mexican or. Uh, I chase dragons, arts and crafts in Mexico. Uh, yeah, they're definitely active in Mexico. Okay, and they got a lot of listens in Mexico. Yeah, so if they're not Mexican, so they that, they they're got from a, a Spanish-speaking country. Yes. Um, good catch, Alex. Um, and what a better way, like, how can you make a summer jam more summery if not with Trop Pop? Yes, yeah, that's the move. That's you the know? move. Ton of synths. Um, kind of builds the synth around that riff from the original. Uh, yes. But everything's, you know, bigger and synthy, and there's echo and more sounds everywhere. Yeah, um, a lot of a lot of big like like I would call it water park crowd, like children <laughs> laughing. Oh yeah, and screaming. there's like ambient sounds, people screaming, and like or uh, music, um, music festival, festival even right. Again, yeah, pick a summer event. Like. Yeah, exactly. So they keep that summer feeling for sure. Outdoor mm-hmm. entertainment, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it does, yeah, and it kind of serves as a replacement for the skits, but it also brings it in line with kind of how the or or the alleged inspiration behind the song right yeah a music festival yeah we get that festive vibe and uh yeah yeah big bouncy loud sam yeah almost brassy yeah uh doing doing that main main riff um the other change they have the chorus is more of like a continuous build which is more of the sort of electronic music yeah, thing. it's fucked up that they don't say the title line until the outro. I didn't even notice. Dog, like, they don't they, have it in the chorus? They don't have it in the oh chorus. And yeah, I didn't notice on first listening, because I think the song is catchy enough. Like, it hits the oh, vibes they don't. You're that right. I want. They kind of break it down. Yeah, it's, it is a breakdown chorus instead of a build-up. Wow. Yeah, they don't have it. I know that it's up for me. Yeah. I think his vocals are, are good for the, the context. I think he does an alright job there. Yeah, just fine. Um, they do like an actual kind of breakdown and they get that like really buzzy bass synth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is really just another chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they get like... Um, and then into that like, you know, the like ending, it's the dance riff time. Let's do the dance riff. They hang out, hang up hold off on that until kind of the end yeah uh, or you know later on in the song it's like three and a half minutes in to a four and a half not even minute song yeah oh yeah that like big dancing thing so there it is yeah pretty successful like trap poppy uh version apparently it's a bonus track so they just did it for fun and, yeah, uh, that's even crazier because usually bonus tracks like of this kind are like, well, we checked an acoustic guitar on and sang "Steal My Sunshine," so great. Yeah, well, we put a but, beat on too. Uh-huh. I think this is a pretty good like called shot, like just to be like, yeah, I can do "Steal My Sunshine" as trop pop, like it hits. Yeah, and it makes sense. It's two sh- yeah. two things that I associate with like summertime fun. Mm-hmm. And good so, use of like fade in, fade out. Synergy. We get an exciting new synth at the end. Like there's enough variation to keep this from being too boring. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I think it's a good hit. 
Um, here's a band I thought maybe we had talked about, but I also don't think we've talked about The Main and Derek Sanders in 2015. Yeah, I, I'm trying to remember if I know who the main are. They sound like other groups. Like I hear the main, and I'm like the heavy. No, no, like the, no, 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 no. You know the noun or adjective. Yeah, and then like something that is also maybe a like a place like main. Yeah, <laughs> like the main drag. The main drag, baby. They're from Arizona. Yeah, from Tempe, Arizona. Um, they do um, alt rock and like emo pop punk. That's yeah, kind of one of the I don't remember if it was their website that described them as emo. Something described them as emo. I don't remember where it was. It wasn't Wikipedia. Yeah, emo is always a weird one because it's not like an official it's like genre. Not a real genre. It's, it's more of like a vibe. Yeah, and as I understand, was originally used like pejoratively. Yes, I believe until, that is correct. Until it was reclaimed, and it's a weird, it's a weird word. Yeah. I'm just trying to remember, because there was there was a time period in there, and we were in probably high school uh, or junior high school, and and emo was like looked down on, and there oh, was like sure. a like there was a punch and or punch an emo day or something like that. Which oh yeah, was organized. I don't know on the internet somewhere. Um, I didn't know it was happening. I don't think at the time. Um, I don't know if it actually anything actually happened. But where am I going with this? Um, yeah, at some point, people started calling themselves emos. Right. I, I think don't know Kick when that was. Day I, had more traction at our schools. I do remember hearing about that. Yes. I remember hearing about somebody trying it on past guest Kalen Lee, who is not the kind of person you want to test. He's not the kind of person, yeah, you want to casually kick um, yeah. without expecting any sort of uh, retaliation. Repercussions, yeah. That's, you don't do that, folks. Don't go out there kicking people, regardless of yeah, yeah, regardless of whether or not they will kick you back. (laughs) But you know, we live and learn. Um, But yeah, the much maligned um, vibe emo emo um, now celebrated affiliated with this. Yes, um, and Derek Sander, who is I guess a guest on this, was the front man for May Day Parade, a pop punk act. Yeah. So I mean, that's so they can do the duet because they actually do the duet, unlike I can chase dragons. Right. So they can have both parts. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, the question is, what if we put in guitars and synth instead of a sample? Yeah, they make it rock. Yeah. They make it rock and roll, baby. Um, yeah, it, to me, it's a little more straightforward just in terms of its construction, because I'm like, yeah, you put guitars in. Sounds like you Yeah, and the guitar the is, is mimicking that piano Whatever. riff. But, yeah, it is. And all that said, I I do feel like this one is actually probably a lot of fun to sing along to, even though the original one is as well. I don't know yeah. what it is about this one. I'm like, this has got some energy that I feel like if you wanted a, to get a group involved, I feel like yeah. this one would work. And they weren't necessarily nostalgic for the original. So maybe if right. you, if you wanted to get some younger people to sing along to this, you would, would go with yeah. this one. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's got that like maybe pop punk 
emo side to it where it's like an easy yeah. to sing chorus and maybe that's just because that's kind of in now with that yeah that's the in crowd they're all um, into this yeah it's a little more like a rock groove thing going on um, and they make the chorus really big too yeah which the original like, doesn't really do yeah it's more of a break on the original Whereas in this one, yeah, it's big guitars. You know, all that, all that yeah. strummy stuff. Um, a few cool effects uh, with the timing, mostly in the second verse. Mm-hmm. So in that L-A-T-E-R that week bit. Um, yeah. I'm trying to remember what they actually do. I didn't, I didn't write down the actual thing that happens. Just Okay, happens. hang on. I'm listening to it right now. Okay, they do like a breakdown there. They just kind of yeah, like yeah, just like the way they do the the drums there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then later on, um, they kind of slow down at the end. They do like a tape slowdown thing. This is like one fifty five. Mm-hmm. Missed a million miles of fun, and then it goes and then into the I know it's oh yeah for me yeah. Um, and they also it sounds like they're gonna go into a skit. Almost. Yeah. This is later on. This is like two and a half minutes in. Um, and then you get that, as we talked about with I Can Chase Dragons, a uh, water park background. <laughs> yeah, some woo, Sounds. some crowds. Yeah. Um, so you get that community feel, and then it kind of turns into a guitar solo instead. Yeah. It's almost uh, like there a are some harder guitar solo. Yeah. Yeah, we get some ad libbing of like, I know it's done for me. Yeah. And then and- you steal my sunshine. And if you steal my sunshine, and then we get the real guitar solo. Yeah, they fake it out. Yeah. And then he shouts, I love you. I love you. Yeah, so that's uh, cool. It's cool. Yeah, fun. We got some good rock and roll energy. Yeah, I think you're right in saying that it's very maybe very hip now. Yeah, I, I feel like this would fit in. Um, uh, although I'll be honest, I, I first time I listened to this song, hated it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, took a nap. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was just really tired. It turns out. It's just tired. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I do have this feeling like it would be good to sing along to. But I'm also like, so is the original. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think maybe you're just talking. Maybe you're identifying a generational divide here because I'd prefer to sing along to the original. I think I would as well. I like to do my dumb raspy voice, but the youth today—they're scared of rasp. They don't smoke cigarettes anymore, so they're right. It's all about vapes and edibles and edibles. I love love eating my edible vapes, baby. (laughs) And edible vapes. Um, yeah. So this is an edible vape version. Yeah, it's maybe better single. than this version though is the music video. The music course, video, yeah, which it's is a, fucked. It's a bit one note. Yeah, for sure. But it's pretty amusing. It's a pretty good note. Yeah, it's a, it like it keeps escalating too. So I guess, I guess maybe that makes it not one note. I don't know. It's it's like none of it's like it's a weird thing. So we got, it's what if the members of the main had a man in a suit put sunscreen on them. But that man in a suit also had small hands on his fingers on instead fingers. of just fingers. And he's just fucking scooping sunscreen on them. Just, yeah. And he does his little scheming hands. I would you know, even he's, say he's steepling them. he is um, creating an, an incredible eight-foot heap of sunscreen. <gasps> That's, yes, uh, Alex, yes. <laughs> he is like, his sticky paws are making straws out of just sunscreen. 
It's just sunscreen. Yeah. Um, so we are, we're, we are introduced to a bucket that has the band name and the, the song name on it. Yep. And then the boys come out. They lay out some towels. They're like, oh, these boys are suntanning by a pool right on. And then a man in a suit steepling his hands with hands on his fingers hands <laughs> comes out and he, he turns the bucket around and it says sunscreen. Sunscreen. And that's like that. You now know everything that is going to happen in this music video. If you've seen this, <laughs> almost everything, almost everything. So he, yeah, he fucking scoops that shit. Do you think they used actual sunscreen for this? Some of it looks like not sunscreen. I feel like sunscreen would be expensive and you could just use any generic lotion. Yeah. But also, they're legitimately sitting out in the sun, I think. So, so yeah, it might have been good. Yeah, I don't know. Unless it's yeah, just also- a lamp. He'd have been cooking in that fucking suit. It looks like a warm day out there. Yeah, he's wearing a suit, and he is just, yeah, heaping sunscreen on, and he just, like, spreads it on all of them. Yeah, and they, the, the dudes love to have it. He straddles them to do it. Yeah. And then one of the dudes will, like, snap his finger and, like, raise a hand and be like, hey, they, Garcon. They do a high five. Yeah. It causes sunscreen to explode a little bit. Yeah, he's loving it too. The suit man is smiling as he does it. The one guy winks at the camera. That's pulls right. Sunglasses down, winks at the camera. Well, yeah, you need to talk about the beat before that, where oh. the, the the suit man takes off the other guy's sunglasses. <laughs> That's right. Like by hand and like manually gets in from there, gets behind. his digits on his face from behind, and then the other guy willingly takes off his sunglasses and does a wink at the camera, all sexy like. Yeah, it's quite a video. And just when you think they're out of tricks, at the end, they write out the end on one dude's back. On <laughs> one guy's back. In covered in the yeah. heaps of sunscreen. In the heaps of sunscreen. It's, uh, it's gnarly, but I think perfect <laughs> also. I mean, summer vibes, and it's very silly. And this song is very silly and very summery. Yeah. Now, this next artist asked the question, what if Len was a two-syllable band name? That's right. We're talking about Lenka <laughs> in 2020. <laughs> Lenka. <laughs> um, yes, Australian singer-songwriter, best known for her song, The Show. I've never heard of it. But she had a song in a Windows 8 ad that I've also never heard of, and I've never seen an ad for Windows 8 in my life. Mm, I probably but have. Having those facts in mind. songs and perfect snogging? Sure. That's a teen romantic comedy, never mind. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Bearing that in mind, she sounds exactly like the kind of person who would oh have... Oh my gosh, she's... A- like songs in tech ads and Moneyball. She got a song in Moneyball. Mm. <laughs> How exciting! That one movie. But it's like is that movie a big deal? I always Moneyball? remember it. I I've always never assume seen it. it to be a big. Doesn't it have Jonah Hill in it and John Hamm? Is, it, is John Hamm in that is it, movie? Is it Brad Pitt in it's that? It's Brad Pitt for sure. It's Brad Pitt. Yeah, John Hamm's in other films. Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it. Anyway, sorry. Um, Philip baseball, Hoffman. another summer thing. Hey. Love playing baseball in the summer. <laughs> Love the Toronto Blue Jays, baby. Yep. The TBJs, as I call them. Fucking the TBJ. Um, um, what does she yeah. do? She makes it chill. Yeah, it's like she chill, chills bit it out. twee. We got like lots of snaps. Snaps, organ. Organ, a little bass strum for the kick. Yep. It's a lot of, I mean, it's basically that and like guitar strumming. 
some drums yeah. and stuff. And her eyes lie in the grass. Sunday morning of last week. Um, yeah, and you know we chill. hit the chorus because we get hand claps instead of snaps. Oh, baby. That's called building shitty. intensity, folks. Yeah, that's, that's how you do it. That's how it's fucking done. You get tambourine there, too. You keep it chill. Yeah. Yeah. Notably, no attempt to recreate the, the piano sample in this one. No. Kind of just yeah, it's just the like the chords. Yeah. yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Do, 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 you get guitar do, do. coming in on the chorus. Like the chorus is up from the, the verse for sure. Um, yeah, for sure. I'm just trying to confirm something that I for some reason didn't notice. Yes. The choruses. Yes. Are missing. Later, okay. Now this is the end. No, nope, okay, it's fine. This is just the end. Okay, okay. It's all there. I like. I wrote in my notes. I was trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. I wrote. I got distracted when she said L A T E R that week, <laughs> and I've listened to it now, and I don't know why. She does kind of like staccato it or something. She's like L A T E R that week, but that's also like how they do it in the original. I don't know. I was distracted by it. <laughs> trying to find it. It's like one twenty. Yeah. Okay. Up there. Let's see. What's weird about this? <laughs> yeah, she's a little cigar. L A T E R. Are that we almost country pop or something? Maybe she's maybe. approaching something. There's something going on there. Anyway, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a chill version. Yeah. Hey, but back half of verse two, we get more hand claps. That's called building oh, intensity, yeah, it's folks. Called building intensity, folks. <laughs> Um, and it does build intense. It's got a lot of that like background ambient space filling. Like you talked about the drums, they add some like real rumble. Yeah. Um. So there's something going on there, making yeah, those drums of, like, rumble. Chill versions. It's got stuff going on. Yeah. And I think it still touches. Maybe it is using the communal nature of snaps and claps, but this like communal summer vibe nature, right? Yeah, snaps and claps work, man. So I'm just having so a much. chill jam sesh. Listening to Lenka. Listen to Len. Ka? Ka? That's it. That's this, That's I, it, I didn't baby. have a ton to say about this one. Uh, she finishes by saying the t- title a couple of times with no instruments back in her. Okay. Steal my sunshine. I believe it. If you steal my sunshine. Well, Alex, would you believe this, that in the year 2021, Portugal the Man and Cherry Glazer did a cover of this? I'm about to. All right. We know Portugal the Man. We talked about them. We talked about Feel It Still on this show. We talked about their cover of, I think it was Don't Look Back in Anger. Yes, that is correct, Alex. Um, yeah. I don't know much about Cherry Glazer. They're a band. Yeah, um, and it's really just Clementine Creevy who's yeah, on this Yeah, it seems to be who's singing the, yes. the other part. The, the Sharon parts. Yeah. So this one, I mean, they're all kind of close structurally. I at first was thinking like, ah, it's going to be kind of the same because that was kind of how Don't Look Back in Anger was. It was very similar. Right. Um, and there is a lot of recreation with a new sound, but there's some other things. Um, such as uh, more harmonies, me mm. uh, like the the second, like the the other 
vocal part comes in earlier on. Um, right. So they're a little less separate in that way. Not that that was like a problem in the original, but that does happen. Um, yeah. They kind of, they don't do the skit, so they just kind of like loop the beat with the piano yeah. line and stuff, which which works pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, particularly, I think it, yeah, in the chorus and then later on in the outro, um, they kind of, they have the, the riff going on the piano and then they'll bring in a guitar to support that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Portugal the man, man. I don't know how I feel. Every time we talk about them, I always like I have mixed feelings. Yeah. Yeah. I especially their covers, I think. Like I think their original music is good. I think I didn't enjoy them as a live performance. Right. I do recall. And I, I think I think this is just a bit like too plain. Like he tried he kinda of like vocodes his voice a bit to get a little like interest in there but like you said and i think even more so than other versions this one plays it very close it is to the it original does. it does and it like adds some stuff and you know obviously it's their sound yeah but it's not a ton it's not a ton and they're supposed to be like psychedelic pop and i'm like missing out on that psych vibe here yeah that, that definitely doesn't come in yeah except in their their official visualizer i didn't watch that dog worth it i think okay We'll talk about it briefly. Okay. Um, yeah. Clementine does a fucking Sharon impersonation. It sounds fine. She said it's L-A-T-E-R that week. It's like the original, but just like less cool, right? It's just like... There's some more synth. I guess there's some more like laser-like synths we get in here. It's four minutes. I don't know, man. I don't know. This one... Any highlights on this one for you, Alex? Nothing that stood out specifically. Okay. Well, let's talk about what did stand out, which is their official visualizer. Yeah, tell me about it. Okay, so it starts out and it's just like like some whooshy little space and then it turns into a skull and you go, yep. "Uh, oh, you're you're confronted with death." But there's a lot of little fun images that make up this skull. So there's yeah. uh you see there's these two arms. You can see the hands up the top corners and they kind of go around the outside of the skull there mm-hmm. to form arms. You got in between the two eyeballs, there's these eyes. There's the other eyes. Two, between two eye sockets, rather. There's two eyes shooting out of this dude's face. A kind of squidward-looking man yeah. with gnarly teeth. Um, and there's like little dudes, there's little cartoon dudes sort of at the sides there. There's a little cartoon joint coming out of the, the skeleton's so there mouth is. there. Uh, a lot of fun stuff to see there. And of course it wiggles and wobbles as you watch the video. Yeah, it's basically a static image, but they have some color stuff going on and it's wiggling and wobbling. Yeah, and every so often they take it out of the picture so they, they, they re-loop its introduction in so it like disassembles and reassembles. And reassembles. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yes, so that's really all there is to say about Portugal the Man is okay, cool. Alex, if your name started with an X and ended with an Ochi, how would you pronounce it? Fuck, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I don't know how to pronounce this name. It's like Xochi or Xochi or Kochi or something like that. Okay, Kraus, 2022. I know it's a Yeah, <laughs> X Kraus, X uh, Kraus, twenty twenty two. No, I couldn't find anything on this. Person. They don't exist. Yeah, they don't exist. They're not real. 
Um, but this is honestly your more like country, country vibes. Yeah. Almost leaning into the hit song, Breeder's Song, Driving on Nine at Driving some points. Maybe yeah. just she's got that real sweet voice. I found it to be a pretty straightforward country thing going on. You're right. They got this the sweet voice. Um, mm-hmm. And a few other covers, but not really anything. Yeah, it's like acoustic country version. Um, and it becomes very obvious that it is country once we get into the chorus and the backup vocals come in. Yes. And the like, slide guitar my comes sunshine. in. Feel my sunshine. Yeah, all that. Um, and that's kind of how it, that's it. That really like, is. What it. else is there? Like it does that for the rest of the song. Pretty much, we had a little guitar noodling, like that kind of comes in lightly, like you mentioned, which brings more of that country yeah, vibe. Yeah, some in. guitar. Um, but that's really not until like the end, pretty much. Yeah, I will give them credit. I think there is something about the the phrase "steal my sunshine" that could be very country. So putting it, that yeah, kind of a read on like that, yeah, it has enough of a folk vibe, right? Yeah. That you could get. I mean, you know, you are my sunshine, my only sunshine. Only sunshine, yeah, like you've mentioned before. As I said. Yeah, a classic concept. Um, yeah, I think it's a good demo, this one. I think if you were to, to publish it on Spotify or otherwise, we need a second pass with a little more flair, a little more of that guitar noodling, a little more, I don't know, yeehaw. Yeah, ha. Yeah, yeah. That is, that, that's what happens when you translate "yeehaw" into English. Yeah, ha. <laughs> yeah, ha. ha, ha. But Alex, like I said, not a lot else to say yeah, about this one. Anything else to say? Sweet, simple. Um, let's talk Sunflowers. about flowers. Todd Barrage or Barrage. I'm thinking Barrage like rhymes with marriage. Marriage. Oh, you're right. It is spelled like that. 2022. I know. Twenty twenty two. This is a kind of mashup genre mashup kind of guy. I didn't look at yeah. much of his other stuff, but like if you look at the the video on YouTube, this is oh I've lost it. Here it is. Um like what if Len Steal My Sunshine was punk? Yeah, we love these guys. We love these kind of YouTubers. <laughs> what we, if song was different genre? Yeah. Um which I mean he definitely does that. Yes. He definitely does that. He goes into the pop punk. You can hear it in the in the guitar tone. You can hear it in the in the drums. Um, mm-hmm. He's got the voice. You know, he does the voice. Yeah, good filtering on this. Um, he hits the pop punk. I'll I'll say this. Yeah, it's a pretty good conversion kit here. You know, he hits the right I agree. notes. I agree. Um, it, and kind of like goes back and forth between the like really open distorted strumming and the like chugging. Yes. Um. For some of it, and then during the the chorus goes into the like half tempo, you know, slows it down. Yeah, slows it down to really cool punch move. it up, which is a good move. And the drums love to go wild on this; they're yeah. doing a lot of big movements. So you know what? I, he does a pretty decent job of it. Yes. I don't always I don't always love these, but this is this is pretty solid, pretty solid. And I pass. do love his cheeky uh, second verse joke after spelling out L A T E R. There's a voice in the back that goes, "That spells later." Yeah, he has some other stuff in the background. If you did you if you watch the video, it's like split up into chapters every like mm-hmm. 20 to 30 seconds and just as like comments. Yeah. Yeah, so he's like really like, working I stole this some drum kinda... beat from this other song. <laughs> like Yeah. Yeah. He's got this like multimedia YouTuber yeah, angle of like definitely. here's what I do. 
And like, yeah, in this video, he's got his like he's in the sun, like the Teletubbies in this background. Yeah, and you can he's see he's got like studio. a big like three monitor setup. Yeah, and like um, a fireplace, and like a fireplace. Perhaps the most important thing to talk about we discussed off air. Yeah, we did. Is that the Spotify version differs from the version on YouTube? Yeah, a little bit, and probably I mean for similar reasons, similar issues to what we've been experiencing uh, with some of our episodes uh copyright issues oh yeah shout out to our sponsor any podcast app that isn't spotify (laughs) shout out to our um updated enemy list including um universal music group umg and uh also as we will find out soon ourselves ourselves that's right alex (laughs) because he combines the hit song do you think the band's lit or light you know, I was just asking myself the same question. <laughs> or is it L-I-T? It is all caps. It is all caps. Um, yeah, doesn't say. I can call them lit. Yeah, let's go with lit. I actually don't know. I, can't. I, I truly don't know, because I know there was a, a, a Nintendo WiiWare game called Light spelled lit. Spelled like this. Yes. Yeah. Why would you, you can't just have an I floating and it'd be a long I. I know, right? But Like, what are you doing? But you can, actually. Fuck. Do whatever you want. But, yeah, so he, in the outro on the YouTube version, he brings in uh, My Own Worst Enemy. Which uh, I know from the the hit game Rock Band 2? I don't remember which one it was in. I know it's a Rock Band song, and that's what it is for me, too. Yeah. Um, This is actually, it's actually on my workout playlist, so I hear it reasonably often. (laughs) I I like the song. I like My Own Worst Enemy. Um, so yeah, he brings it in later on. Um, except he changes the line. I had to look it up to see if it was to see whether he actually changed it or if it was in the original one. Maybe they do it live this way or something. Maybe yeah, because I was like, is that? I don't remember singing that line. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I remembered. We, we would definitely say that. Um, yeah, but he throws in, "I didn't mean to fuck your dad." Yeah, um, and it's it's in the Spotify version right at the end. Yeah, he fades it out on that. I didn't mean to fuck your dad. Uh, so that's fun, too. I don't know. I wasn't yeah, sure so if I'd be sold on that, but then then I laughed, and it was a good time. It was a good time. And yeah, and they're hitting during this, the outro, steal my sunshine. So yeah. he, he does successfully mash them up. Yeah. And then... It becomes a mashup. Nice yeah. genre mashup and also song mashup. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, and like two songs with big slacker energy. Yeah. Um, yeah, kind of some themes there of him being a fuck up. Like it's it's not a bad choice. No, I I agree. I agree. They they do kind of fit, and it sounds like oh, because you know it's got the chapters right. So the chapter's called "No Seriously, I Didn't Mean to." Pretty sure he's mm-hmm. talking about the "fuck your dad" thing. But at yeah, first, I, I thought he so. was like talking about playing my own worst enemy and it almost feels like you know when you're playing one song you're like shit this sounds like another song and you just fire into another song out of nowhere yeah like he was doing that and just like recorded it that way 100 percent i can believe so it it fits it works yeah and then afterwards there's a segment where he's speaking backwards about being a chunky boy if i'm reading this right about being a chunky boy yeah um, uh, but that's we've discussed the music video and the song itself. I was ready to hate this version, of course, some YouTuber with a genre flip. Yeah, but I think pop punk's an easy fit. I think he does some good dynamics here, and I think the mashup played well. So hey, 
Credit to Todd Barrage or Barriage. TB as we call him on the streets. <laughs> TB. Um, it's time for us to be talking about our final verdicts, though, Alex. We've got three versions today. The worst version, yep. the best version, and Summer Jam 2023, baby. Summer Jam 2023. All right, Alex, worst version, what is it? <sighs> Kraus. X Kraus. X Kraus. <laughs> I think, um, I, I, it wasn't necessarily a runaway worst, but, but it definitely does the least for me. I'm, I, that's an easy pick. I think for me, I just knowing that they can do better, or at least I think they can. I don't know. Portugal the man. <laughs> right. And Cherry Lady, you got two bands on here, and this is the best you could come up with? Yeah, it's definitely. I feel like they don't do a whole lot with their covers. And we've only talked about two of their covers. Two of their covers. Maybe they got some incredible covers yeah. out there. But that's This ain't impression. it, Chief. Um, Alex, best version. To pick a best version. Which one do I like the most? Um, I think it might actually be I Can Chase Dragons. I think it may I, be the I also the best. like the Todd Barrage version. Yeah. Um, but I think it might be I Can Chase Dragons. <laughs> I think <laughs> I Can Chase Dragons them. hits that summer vibe so yeah. hard, which is, I think, maybe the true lasting legacy of this song beyond its summer weirdo vibes. lyrics. It's the summer vibes. So they capture them. They do it. They capture it. They amplify it. I Can Chase Dragons, baby. Like it, and it's that nostalgia grab too. If you hear this at a music festival or some electronic night, it's gonna it's, get the people going. Especially because it's kind of a double one. Because mm-hmm. it's like it's land, but it's also drop pop. Yeah. So like, that's like just about a decade apart, but still, you know. Right. So you're hitting two a, nostalgia dips for one. Yeah. Yeah. Dip. So like, way to go. They got there it. There you go. They hit it. <laughs> They hit it perfect. Yeah, I believe. I mean, that they is didn't the even version. at the time because they were doing something contemporary, and it was like 2012. Right. But now, but now, got it. now, aged as it has, it's it's perfect. Yeah. Um, Alex, Summer Jam 2023. Summer Jam 2023. I can't pick. I could chase dragons again. I mean, I can. You can. Nobody um, can stop you. But it's 2023. So, uh, the main, like I said, it's it it's uh, popular now. You know. It, it's right. what the kids want. Probably that emo not. vibe is in. Hate it, but and I don't know what the kids want, but uh, that's <laughs> the one. <laughs> that's the one. Good choice, Alex. I'm gonna go the other side of that. Todd Barrage, which is like close, yeah. but not quite. I think pop punk has some good summer summer connections for a lot of people. Yeah, that's the way to go. And like with that slowdown on the chorus, you can really get people singing along. I think that's that's gonna be people are gonna be playing that from their cars, playing it at the beach. They're going to be going to their local water polo tournaments, and <laughs> this is going to be the team walkout music. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how water polo yeah, tournaments work. The water park and just chattering, chattering in the background, just nonstop chattering. If I know anything about summer activities, uh, but that is our final verdicts. If you got a different opinion, similar opinion, want to talk to us about a version we didn't talk about, hit us up on Twitter. Hashtag cover me pod at Jake the Cressy at some Alex Wise Guy. Send us your comments, questions, concerns, suggestions for future episodes. You can also email us at covermepod at gmail.com. Uh, be sure to rate and review us. We are on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, your favorite podcasting app, and kind of on Spotify too. Um, kind of. Be, tell your friends about us, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell your loved ones. Um, you know, you're at your kid's sporting event, you're at the water polo tournament, you're sitting by people. Just when there's a dull moment, just be like, hey, just check out this podcast. So you mean there's never going to be time for them to say this? Oh, yeah. There'd never be a dull moment. But 
when the chatter is happening, make your part of that chatter talking about cover me. Yeah, fill the chatter. Just, yeah, you know, let them know what we're about, where they can find us, um, all of that good stuff. And that is today's episode, folks. That's it. That's done. As we always say on Cover Me, I was frying on the bench slide in the park across the street, listening to Cover Me.